Welcome back to the My Rapids Real Estate Show. Let's continue our interview with Kim from Tri-City Services. So now I, I know you're based here near Wisconsin Rapids. What service area do you guys cover? Sure. So I would say roughly about an hour. You know, definitely servicing the Marshfield, Stevens Point area, Nakusa, Port Edwards, uh, Plainfield, Arkdale. I was going to say Rome, uh, or is that too oh, yeah. far out? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. We go past Rome down, down towards Arkdale, Big Flats. Uh, we do a fair amount of work down near um, Pete and Well in that area. So, After yeah. a certain radius, do you guys charge like a, a mileage we, fee? We Well, what we do is we have a kind of a home area that's a certain dollar amount for the diagnostic. And then once we get past outside of that, then yes, there is an upcharge. So if, I've got, if I'm a Tri-City, I, I've been with you for, for 20 plus years and I mm-hmm. buy my vacation home down in the Dells. Mm-hmm. You're my people. I want you to go to the Dells and service mm-hmm. my stuff down in the Dells everything's good with that do or is there like extra upcharges there would be an upcharge but we would be very upfront about that also we would say hey you know we know you've been a customer we want to continue to be your folk down there but just know that we might not be quite as competitive because we do have to pay the guys to drive the extra time okay but yeah we uh seldom do we turn down work because of distance but we are very transparent in the fact that you you're going to have you're looking, a, a, if you're an looking extra for charge. low buck Billy, I teasingly say that, mm-hmm. you know, but you're not gonna, you know, if you're paying us to drive two hours to come to you, that, that has to be incurred obviously, you know, at some point. Okay. And at some point it just becomes cost prohibitive to, to have you guys do that too. It does. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and that's why we're so transparent and upfront about that. We don't want even my coming out to your house, I, the price that I give you, we want that to be your price. You know, we don't want to put that in and say, oh, by the way, here's the an extra $500. Building, the permit that we had to pull was $75. So here's your bill for that. You know, that's all uh, ITs and I call it, our pricing is tax title and license. So, you know, it's, it's everything. It's, it's out with the old, it's in with the new, it's the materials. It's the labor, it's the taxes, um, it's any permits that would need to be pulled. And that varies a little bit based upon municipality and, and township, that type of thing. But, but yeah, we try to be, and that's why I come out and I talk to you and I document. I always tell folks the best surprise is no surprise. And that includes for our guys. So mm-hmm. I want to lay out how the install would go. And, and how many guys are going to show up? So that way, if you tell me yep. only two guys are going to show mm-hmm. up, and next thing I know, I've got five guys. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. hey, it's a party. Wait, time out. I, I really right. thought this was only going to be like this. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. And that way, you know, if there's anything that's got to be moved, you know about it in advance, too. So we want you to be in the know on everything that we're going to do, too. Okay. Is, is there like some sort of loyalty program? I know that some places they're like, well, if you're, yeah. if you join our, our program, your, sure. your visit or, you know, our cooling season, mm-hmm. this is what you're going to get charged. Our heating season, we're going to come check you out and stuff like sure. that. And if something goes wrong, you're going to get put ahead of, yeah. Right. You're yeah. going to get put ahead of So absolutely. List. Absolutely. We, it's called the VIC, very okay. important customer. Okay. And uh, it is to what we're going to call our local area. It is $108 per piece of equipment. Okay. And what that $108 gets you is the first thing, and probably most importantly, it gets you a tune-in check or a clean-in check on that piece of equipment. Okay. It also gets you um, 10% off some of our services uh, from the technician side of things. It can get you some money off. Like, let's say you decide to put a whole home humidifier on. You can get $25 off. And a lot of other things like that. It can get you some extended parts warranties, whereas the, uh, the manufacturer or the vendor we get it from may only offer 30 days. Tri-City will bump that up to a one year. Nice. So it really, it's kind of funny because it's really, it's a win-win proposition for the customer and for Tri-City because it makes us each other's people. You know, it ties us together. 
And it's kind of funny because sometimes people will say to me, you know, kind of sounds like there's really no such thing as a free lunch kind of thing. What's the catch? Right. And it's, you're honestly, you are getting a tune and check that's worth more money than the $108 is. But it, it's just made us, your people, and you, our people. And it does, yes. Obviously, when, when a non-customer calls and the VIC customer calls, the VIC customer is going to get the preferential time slot. So, I mean, we work hard to make everybody happy, but, you know, every once in a while when it's that negative 25 degrees with 30 below mm-hmm. wind chill, things get a little crazy. And you've only got so, so many guys and exactly. it, there's only so many minutes in an hour. Right, right. And they really, they work hard, but sometimes you just can't get to everything on a day in, day out basis. Well, I know one of the things that we coach new homeowners on um, the first house that they've ever had or they're new to the area is find a company to fill these areas, um, these items, you know, a so need. a, a, a HVAC person and a construction person and landscaping if that's what you need so that you know who to go to sure to, you know get your sprinklers blown out or to call in the middle of the night because the furnace went out yeah exactly yeah, we always tell everyone idea. you know go go visit them you know go to the office visit yeah. them talk to them get yeah. to know them. I mean it's right. kind of like dating yeah you know you move to the, the new area you don't know anyone you have right. to go out and you have to start dating and go okay right. well I'm gonna talk with this person I'm gonna go talk with this company and I'm going to see who matches my personality yeah, and who's going to understand my language. Because if I tell you that thing right there, that little doohickey is making that weird sound that sounds like a TikTok, <laughs> I want you to know what that means. It's, it's, it's a word. Uh, thump, 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 thump. You know, is, is that normal? Right. You know, it's kind of like, well. kind of like the cat purring or, you know, some sort of weird sound. Is that yeah. really what it's supposed to be? Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think that you, you can learn a lot about the, uh, the company about who answers their phones and how they treat you to start with, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very, uh, you know, you say basically, especially in today's uh, technology world, we want to give you a five-star experience from the first person you talk to, to when the guy takes his booties off when he's walking out of your house. And it's, it's so great. Your guys come, come over to the house right away before they even enter the home, they have their booties in, in hand. They're like, I'm going to put yeah. on my shoe coverings because I want to protect your floor. Right. And we always look at them and go, we have two teenage boys. No worries. He goes, no. He goes, right. Nope. This is what we're yeah, going to do. You know, I get the old, well, I wear my shoes a lot of time. You know, when I walk in and I start to put them on, they're like, no, 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 don't do it. I, I wear my shoes in my house. I said, keyword, it's your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We respect your property. And I said, you don't know where my shoes have been before I've came to your house. Right. Right. So, I mean, the protection could go both ways, you know, so definitely. And, and, uh, it's very seldom do I go in someone's house and, and abide by them saying, don't put those on unless they really, some people kind of, I've had people say, I'm going to be kind of angry with you if you put those on. Well, heavens to Betsy, I don't want to make you angry by any means, you know, but, but I feel more comfortable putting on, it's a part of my uniform. Yeah, it's a part of my professionalism and that's just what you do. And it's a it's a respect thing. And that's, you know, one of the things in our proposal, you know, we're going to respect your property You know, we're going to clean up after ourselves. We're going to our goal is to leave it at least as clean as the way we found it, if not cleaner. I always feel like I so, need to make them something, you know, if I know that they're going to be there longer than two hours, it's like, OK, I'm going to make some snacks for you guys. So what would you like? Because I'm just going to cook for you. Do you, do you need lunch too? Because I'll provide <laughs> lunch, you know. I was hoping you weren't wanting me to make snacks because <laughs> no one wants that to happen. <laughs> but that's how I feel. I mean, the, the, right, you know, everyone who, right. who's come in, who's, who's had, you know, we, we've had work done and it's like, you're, you're here for four hours. Well, I want to make sure that you leave happy and satisfied. So, you know, to me, the one thing that I know how to comfort people is I'm going to cook for you. Right, I'm going to make you right. food. So sure. do you want me to sure. pick up some steaks? If I know the company that's <laughs> well, coming see, over. See, now, now the word's going to get around and we're just going to have right, vendors showing right. up. <laughs> and you know, I'm we, looking forward to the end of the podcast right now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, but we've done that. You know, we, we, you know, have the same companies come over. You know, we, we know who it is. It's, it's a friend sure. of mine that we went to high school with. It's like, 
okay, I'm going to go pick up some steaks. You want your steaks, your baked potato. You know, I, let, let's have some, have a meal. <laughs> nice. I mean, let's schedule this appropriately. Right. You know, right? That, that's how I always feel about having people and come over. Isn't that nice having people come to your house that you know have been with a company for a while? Yes. I mean, oh, that's yeah. another great benefit. And again, a lot of contractors in this area, I, I know that for us personally, like I said, you know, Scott's been, Scott's been there over 30 years. Mark's been there over 30 years. And it is so great. There's that that new movement or it's been a movement for for many years is the install date that gets written on the pieces of equipment. Mm -hmm. I always kind of quote Budweiser for that because they find they were the ones who born born on date. Right. You know, they were the first ones to do that. But then all of a sudden we started to see that, you know, in our in our homes up for sale is, you know what, this is the date that it was installed. These are the companies that have come and taken a look at it. And right. to be able to see that repeat business throughout the years mm-hmm. and new people coming to the area. Well, is this really the, you know, is this a good company? They've been here 17 right. times. Look at the stickers. Yes. It, it's, Correct. you know, the last 30 years and it's always been the same guy. Yeah. yeah. They're so, going to yeah, know. That's true. That's very true. And, you know, but I will tell you something that we're pretty proud of is that um, right now we have two guys under the age of 25 in our stable. Which oh, that's so good. That is, yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of an anomaly right now because we are all hearing about the trouble that folks are having about getting, you know, like trying to keep the youth, the youth and here in Rapids. And they're such good guys. And we get com- compliments after compliments about how respectful they are. And, you know, that's, that's just a really awesome thing. And, and that just says a lot too. You know, you got to always keep building for that next generation to mm-hmm. come in. And uh, so now you that's guys do an di- awesome you do thing. with your eyes is training. So you mm-hmm. do a little, explain how, how your, your technicians are, are trained. I mean, this is not just like yeah. a, we pick somebody off, up off the street and, sure, you sure. know, so there's a process. Yeah. The majority of the time we are getting someone either, sometimes they move back into the area and they've been a previous HVAC technician. Uh, sometimes, uh, we've gotten fellows that have just graduated from mid-state. Um, we did previously sit on the advisory panel for the mid-state renewable energy HVAC program. Okay. And, uh, when we get to that scenario, it's pretty common for those guys, if they don't have industry experience, especially on the technical side of things, technician side. Um, it's pretty common they come in and they work as an installer for a while. So they've got some basic service technician knowledge, um, install side of things. And then usually eventually what happens, they move up into the technician's uh, role. Obviously, we've got some senior technicians that they they ride with for a while, um, go through. We are affiliated with a program called NextStar. Um, which talks a lot about the training and how you treat customers and things like that. So definitely some pretty rigorous things that the guys go through so that they know how to appropriately approach customers, um, verbiage, how to take care of things. And you know, that I think again is, I can't think of one guy that works for us that can't, you can't sit down and have a conversation with, Mm -hmm. which is really nice too. That personality thing and when you go through your interview process, you know, you want to get that matching personality for that, too. So, yeah, we're very fortunate. We've got a lot, lot of uh, longevity, and we got some real good folks working for us. Well, hopefully that's going to create longevity with the new techs as well. It, exactly, exactly. And they've really settled in well, so we're super happy with them. Oh, that's Just good. popping back onto your website over here, I went to calltricity.com. There you go. Um, the careers tab, and it's got some really cool videos. One is Mike Rowe speaking about, you know, the lack of trades and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get people into the trades. And then the other one was about sure. that Next Star program. Oh, okay. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, that's that a very cool. neat program. It's the depth of that program is a little bit beyond me just because there is so many different facets of it. But, um, you know, from a sales, customer service and, and technician standpoint, it really teaches you a lot about, um, it kind of takes treating people well to a, a next level is kind of what it does. So yeah, it's a very neat program. With our uh, hospitality background, we dabbled a little bit into the Disney experience as, uh, a, as a theory of how to run hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, I oversaw the front desk at a hotel mm-hmm. and it's a lot of that, it starts with that first interaction that you get with the customer. 
and then it, you know, the next steps and how to keep that rolling of, you know, giving that good experience all the way through. So I'm sure this is similar to that. It is definitely. And the appreciation, I think, uh, I've been in sales pretty solid now for, for several years. Over 15 years. Over 15 years. See, I read your bio. Yes. Yes. Actually probably even more now, but, (laughs) but anyways, um, I learned a long time ago that every single step of the way, every person is so important because one misstep, one person that doesn't believe in the goal that you're all trying to achieve and, uh, can kind of throw the train off the tracks a little bit. And then so, it's just really, then you got to work on repairing that, that damage. Well, and and then you longer. know what, then you're like everybody else. And yep. we don't want to be like everybody else. We want to set ourselves apart. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. And Tri-City, they went through, they, they did some new vehicles. So you got some new vehicles and some we new wraps. Do. I cannot do anything naughty when I'm driving in my car. I have to be right on point with the speed limit. Stay between the white lines. You can haunt the port and I wave just, at Kim as she's yeah. driving by and she's yeah. focused on no. driving oh, yeah. straight. And oh, yes. Hands people on the wheel. People tell me, <laughs> seriously, every day people say, geez, I went past you and I stopped and slowed down by you. You didn't even look at me. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I have to keep my eyes focused on the road. And it's kind of great seeing, you know, the, the vehicles is brightly colored and it, yeah. you can see it, you can see yeah. it coming and just yeah. like, okay, well, there goes Tri-City. Yeah, they're nice billboards for us. We get a lot of compliments on them and, and it is, um, they're kind of sporty looking and nifty looking. Yeah, we, I like, I had a little Ford Taurus before and honestly, yep. people were like, that looks just like a race car. <laughs> Well, and now you got something that's like all wheel drive. So, you yes. know, you can get through the snow. Exactly. So there's no more, you know, I can't go to work today because it snowed three feet. And it's like, right. oh, no, popper in the four right. and let's just go. Keep going. That's right. Absolutely. So, Kim, do you have anything else? Did we cover every? Did we cover enough? I'm I, not sure. Where I we're... think that we let all one more super frequently asked question. Okay, one more. All right. Should I cover my outside condensing unit in the winter? So kind of going back to this is a piece of equipment that is made to set outside. Mm -hmm. So really the answer is there is no need to. Because? Because it's made to be outside. It can fill up with snow and and, and ice and it it drips ice in the middle of it. We're not using it. You're not using it. You're not going to use it till it's probably at least 65 or 70 outside minimum. So it won't hurt it. If you do feel the need to cover it, the one caution that I would tell you you really don't want to use the plasticky green blue tarps, like from a fleet farm kind of a tarp. Okay. Um, what people tend to do with that is they, they bungee it on and they put it all the way down to the ground mm-hmm. and they make a really super nice mouse house. Ooh. <laughs> because there's no wind that gets up inside of there then, you see. So the mice tend to congregate in there. And apparently the wires taste really good. It's like licorice to them. Awesome. So we don't want that. We want to, we want you, if you do want to do it, and I definitely understand people like to do that. And there's not a problem with Well, that's what grandma it. did. That, but you, know. you want to get something that has a wicking material on the inside. Okay. So it's something that is actually made for putting over that condensing unit in the winter. Because you don't want to trap the moisture in. You want to be able to wick the moisture away from it. And then it does always have to be up a few inches off the ground so we don't have that perfect mouse house. So we always use like a nice, you know, quarter inch piece of plywood. It was mm-hmm. the same plywood that I think yep. the house was built with. And, sure. uh, you know, <laughs> that's what they use along with, yep. you know, a couple you rocks. You just set it on the top. Yep. You and know, that's perfectly fine. Year perfectly after year. fine. But do we yep. have to check for mice? In the spring. So if we left it off, if we did that unusual thing of not cover it. Right. Do we right. have to check the inside for, for animals? Well, we're going to call Tri-City and have them, you know, do a They're, they're going to check do for a, it. So. Right. Right. Do a clean and check on it. Um, you know, and it is a good idea definitely to blow. If you get leaves and stuff in there, it's a great idea to blow the leaves out and stuff before you do start it up also. Um, and a lot of times, you know, we don't. We don't want you, nor should you be taking any panels off of that. Um, there's a lot of, that's 240 volt 
electricity. Yeah, it's a lot. It's going to hurt really bad. Yeah. Just a so we don't want you taking those covers off. So if we and did honestly, that's about there, the only way that you'd see it. So yeah. if we did see something in there, that's just like an immediate call. Just call, have someone else come out there. Yeah. It's hey, worth just tell the money. Them you want to t- tell them you want to clean and check or a tune and check. Okay. Yeah, that's probably one of the easiest ways to get it done. And we'll clean all that stuff off. We'll rinse that off. We'll check your pressures. We'll check your, it's called temp split. We'll make sure that you're getting enough cold air coming out. Again, that's that techie side of things. But mm-hmm. I know enough to be dangerous, but not talk about it really extremely intelligently. But <laughs> Those are some of the things that they check and they, uh, again, kind of that once over. And if they see any, see anything that they feel is going to go wrong in a big hurry, they're going to say, Hey, I'm really worried about this. Hey, this may be something this year you might have to worry about. I just want you to have a heads up or, Hey, it's 23 years old. Mm, You might think about having Kim come out and give you an estimate on that because you're really kind of pressing the envelope on that timeline. All right. So, well, sounds good. Thanks for coming over and have a chat with us, Kim. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Awesome. So we yeah, got a fun couple ways to get a hold of Tri City is on the website um, called tricity.com. and the phone number over there is seven one five four two three five eight four zero. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Kim, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you. That was really great having Kim on the show. We definitely enjoy talking with her. She's got a lot of experience. She's also a chamber ambassador. She is. So yeah, a lot of our community uh, local businesses are members of the chamber. And it's kind of interesting to see how everything kind of all weaves together. So as we move now into the local market, how about some market update and statistics? What do we got? Well... Okay, so again, this is all pre-recorded. So as of Thursday afternoon at 2.40 p.m., we have 21 homes to go take a look at in the greater Wisconsin Rapids area, which is just kind of amazing because I talked with Sunrise Rotary and it wanted to have them see when we talk about the housing situation that we're all in of the shortage of what we really mean by there's a shortage of homes. And at that point at 7 o'clock in the morning, there was 25 homes. And in the whole entire day so far, up until, like I said, 2.40 in the afternoon, we're now down to 21 homes. Well, that's, that's a pretty significant swing. It is. Cool. It is. So again, you know, as we're, we're talking about this and you're looking and you're doing the, well, how can I help? Well, obviously, one thing that we can do is, you know, give us a call. We can come talk with you, walk you through those steps as far as listing goes so that way you can be prepared to list your home. So if you did want to do that change of, I need to change the scenery. I need to upgrade my home because I'm now living in a very small home and I want to have just a little bit more square footage. So that increase is going to help you out a lot. And just talking with us so that way you can see where the market is going and what we can list your house for. We can give you some advice as far as, you know, what needs to be fixed in the home. You know, if we do need to do a little bit of touch of paint in the bathroom or in the basement, that sort of thing. So, you know, number one thing is just reach out, give us a call and we'll come over. We'll talk with you. There's no harm, no foul. And just sitting down and have a conversation. We're not charging you anything. We're coming out. We're just going to have a conversation. That is it. And it can be at your pace as well. Yes. We, we don't have to rush into anything right away. It doesn't have to be sign a contract that day and we're going to list it in three hours after that. Right. This can be, you know, I've been thinking about it. I just don't know what to do or where to start. So Carrie, come on over, come help me out. Let's have that conversation. So that way, if you do want to do a late summer, so we're talking end of May, beginning of June listing. Let's let's talk about it so that way if we do need to get the house a little bit in order or do you need to get your finances in order so that way when you do go to list and go to purchase that next home, you're going to be all set and ready to go. 
And I think sometimes people have a higher expectation of what their house needs to be. Mm-hmm. And especially with this current market and what we can bring as far as a, a visual, you know, assessment of the house, you might not need to do as much as you think. Um, it, you we know, always talk about the low cost, but high impact. So, so, you know, so you don't have to completely renovate your kitchen and all three bathrooms. Correct. You know, is this something where, okay, we know the carpet is, is old. It's an old carpet. We're not going to suggest that you guys replace the carpet because the carpet is old. Now, touching up the walls and maybe giving that fresh coat of paint is going to go further than having the carpets done. We may just suggest, you know, steam cleaning the carpets, doing that little bit, but not like let's rip up the carpeting, let's put in all new carpeting. Because what if you put in that $2,000 worth of carpeting and the new family walks in and they're like, I want hardwood floors. And I'm just going to rip up this carpeting and I'm going to put down hardwood floors or vice versa. You put down the hardwood floors and they want the carpet. So having that, let's have the next buyer make that choice of what to do with the carpeting. We're going to put that on, on the next buyer. And that example goes for a lot of different things, uh, paint colors, trim, fixtures, those types of things. Uh, your faucets are working just fine. If you change them out, it might give a fresh look. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe that $200 can increase the value of the house a little bit or an appearance, you know, kind of someone has that now value of, yes, it, this does now continue to justify the price that, you know, I'm going to be writing an offer for. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying list price offers can neither be higher or lower. And in this market, we might be having multiple offers and, they're going to be across the board. Right. So, the, you know, the best thing to do is just have us come over, sit down and talk with you. We do this free of charge. So there's no cost on to you. We can come over. Usually takes us about an hour. Now, again, that hour is kind of subject because sometimes if we get really chatty, it could run over to two hours or to three. I think my longest is four and a half hours, but it was a really great family. We had a great conversation and it was it was needed. And we've had some that only last 20 minutes because the family's like, here's the home. What do you need now? We, we, we actually had e- even less than that. Someone walked into the office and literally just threw keys at us saying, list my house. Yeah, I want it listed by this afternoon. And um, here you go. Here's the keys. As long as it's a reasonable price, let's, you know, take a brief moment and look at it and then get it on the market. We're like, okay, that's unusual. It was. That was a very but- unusual day. Um, so it's, it all, it all depends upon that family. You know, how much do we really talk and how many, how many questions do you have the homeowner has for us? We love the questions. So that way we can kind of draw some of the information that we are going to be asking out from you. So that way we can have a better understanding of your home, what you have done to it and what your next possible steps can be. And you've worked with people years sometimes before the the house actually gets to a point where they're comfortable in their life and they're comfortable with the house to put on the market. Yes. So we can take as much time as everybody needs. And we'll tell our, our homeowners, this is on your time. And even for the buyers too, this is on your time. We're not telling you, okay, we showed you five homes and now you got to pick one. We're going to find the right home for you. And we're going to be your, your long distance. I always call it my, you know, I'm your marathon runner. I don't run marathons. Full disclosure. Do not run marathons. Oh, so you're just talking figuratively. Figuratively, I'll be your marathon runner. I will be with you. As Ben said, we've we've had some listings that has taken two years to put together. And they finally did come to the market. We were able to get them sold, but we needed that family comfortable. And as they were making adjustments to the home, we would come back over and just talk with them to make sure they were on track for what they wanted to get done for that sale. So... Now, I want to talk about some national okay. news with the real estate, which Excellent. kind of um, rolls into the early summertime market, so around June time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a couple of executive orders came out. I, I had um, read a news report from Bill Thompson over at the National Association of Realtors. 
So executive orders have come out. Uh, one touched on the forbearance program, and I mentioned this a little bit in a, a previous show, but it'll affect almost 2.7 million homeowners and, and renters, but homeowners especially who are already in a forbearance program. So mm-hmm. they're extending it out to June. So if you're already in a program, go ahead and contact your lender. You might be able to you know, continue working on that situation. You know, de- defer the time frame until you have to start really paying back those things. Right. And, you know, always make sure you're, you're checking with your lender and checking in with them. You know, it doesn't have to be a weekly basis, but at least, you know, once a month, check in with them, see how things are going. Let them know how things are going, too. So that way you're working very closely with your lender. I think they appreciate that. Yeah. And it's a fluid situation. So, you know, like an executive order could pop up. It could be overridden by a different branch of the government or different regulations might tighten it, whatnot. So, yeah, keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also going to be a little bit of a unique situation because of hardships with landlords, you know, and their renters with eviction prohibitions, that type of thing. Right. So, those are also ever changing laws and situations. Yes. Um, let me see. Texas is getting FEMA relief. Excellent. So they signed that. Um, it's going to be to supplement private insurance. Okay. So like we always said, having a good relationship with your insurance agent is also a good thing. It is. And we really love our insurance agent. <clears throat> he is, you know, our insurance agent guy. He's, he's awesome. I love working with him. I think he loves working with us. I'm pretty sure he does. Well, we always bring them the unusual and creative situations. We do. And, and it's not that stuff would actually happen to us and our policy, but it's a lot of what ifs. You know, we, we experience something with a client or a customer and we're like, so what if this did happen to us? You know, mm-hmm. we hear the stories. Right. And it's always good. You know, interview your insurance companies, make sure you totally understand what they're about and how they're going to help you out. So now we also got the pending home sales report, again, from National Association of Realtors. Lawrence Hewn is reporting that this previous month was, you know, we're, we're talking about the middle of February. Okay. Okay, middle end of February. It was about 13% less strong than the previous month. So the pending sales are down a little bit from January. And especially year over year. But remember, last year was really the start of the pandemic. And, um, you know, everybody's crystal ball got broken. It, is, it did. And if we remember back into February, it was cold. Right. So, again, you know, we're going to say that some of this is going to be pandemic. And some of this is going to be weather related. So, we're not, we can't do the whole entire, this is because of the pandemic unless we had the same exact weather patterns the previous year. And, and we didn't. Last year was a, a cold beginning of February, but it warmed up pretty quick, I think, if I, I remember think so. it right. Yeah. Um, and, and this is sort of a national trend as well. So with all the um, weather patterns going down in Texas, that'll bring all of that cold weather throughout the center part of the United States as well. And, and even, you know, Kentucky and Tennessee those center states and the transition zone, they, they understand cold weather and they have it. Mm-hmm. But with it being that hard hit for that long, it affected the, the entire center part of the nation. Yes. So the, um, and that's exactly what Lawrence had mentioned, the winter's normal slowdown, you know, because we're, we're always this slow every year because of the weather. And also lack of inventory across the country and slightly higher interest rates. We're seeing interest rates creep up just a little bit. Like I mentioned, the uh, 10-year bond really drives that as an indicator. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody's saying interest rates are going to go up, but we're not going to see 10%, 12%. It, it's going to go up a point through this year. And, and I think a lot of that's just because it, it can't and still have a, a, an economy that's stable. Right. So nationally, uh, something to look at is the days on offer from listing to signing an offer. Okay. So now we, we've been hearing this is so fast, this is driven so hard, and it's hours. So the average nationally is about 20 days. So okay. 20 days, but that takes into account, you know, all price ranges, all styles of houses, 
And we know even here locally, some properties don't get as active views because they're, they're zero lot line or, you know, there's something non-traditional. Right. And it's just kind of looking at some of those and going, okay, well, even, you know, if it's an old Victorian home, you need to have that special buyer who's going to want the old Victorian home. So it's a matter of some days we get a two-story home that sits on the market two weeks before we get that offer. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And that's, it's a trend all across the country because, you know, every region has a lot of unique houses which don't fit the norm or the normal price range for the pool of buyers that are out there. Because mm-hmm. what's our most popular pool of buyer price range? It's going to be under that 100000 between the seventy five to maybe 120 Yep. You know, in that, that price range. So our economist, Lauren, is predicting the days on market at 20 days here is what he said, which is still stronger than normal in a wintertime market. Because traditionally with a wintertime market, they're not getting into houses because it's so bloody cold. They're not writing offers or they're pushing it off until spring. Mm-hmm. So this is still really good for our sellers. It says that our markets, even across the country, are really, really active. And it looks to continue well into quarter two. They're predicting a 20 to 50% increase compared to last year. Obviously, the higher 50% number is because the pandemic happened last year about this time. It's kind of funny looking at um, my memory posts on Facebook. Okay. It's like we're starting to see just day for day what we were anticipating happening last year. And now we know what really happened. So for you, those who have not figured this out, Ben posts more on Facebook than what I do because I still have yet to see anything on my memories page as far as what is going on with this pandemic. I still have pictures of the cat sleeping. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfect. That's why you hired me. I'm your assistant, so I can do all of your digital marketing. Good. It's great. Um, So again, lastly, they're predicting the finish of 2021 to be very strong still, but they're seeing plateaus, trends of um, 2021 is going to be ending a little bit less strong than we did last year. Okay. So, and we talked about, I remember talking about this 12 months ago, that the pandemic is putting an artificial squeeze on the market and it had, <clears throat> excuse me, it had to release sometime. So it's not like 2008 where the market caused the housing crisis or anything. This is an outside event that really squeezed the market. And so that I think is what pushed our market well into the winter time here, the last couple months. And I think it's going to continue to push in, but level off here in 21. Yeah, well, we're looking, we're seeing a lot of now you need to have an at-home office where before I didn't need to, I need to have a quiet space so that way I can have all three kids being in school virtually and our current home just does not have that set up. Now I'm going to have to to do something because I, I need the space. And that is a perfect segue to segue into the uh, stage styled and Sold blog. Oh, excellent. I'm I, so glad that I figured I out that, st- that uh, segue very quickly here. So from, again, National Association of Realtors, Melissa Dittman Tracy puts out a, is this hot or not trend report? Okay. Okay. What's hot now? <laughs> it's, it's the clawfice, the closet that you turn into an office. So goodbye walk-in closet. It is now my office. Exactly. And it's, it's perfect for... So Get what it. do we do with all the clothes that were in the closet? Well, you push them to the side. But actually, the clothes are good. See, I'm learning more about audio and, you know, microphone and all that stuff and being in front of a camera on Zoom meetings. I'm getting kind of tired of Zoom meetings, so we're trying to make it better. So having a closet with all the clothes around, you don't get the echo. You get really good quality audio. It's like a sound booth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, the look on your face. You're like, really serious? Yeah, I like, am yeah. just, yeah, if you could see, yeah. see my face, I'm doing it. You got to be kidding me that we're putting in an office in our closet and not removing the clothes. Or pushing them to the side. Or pushing them to the side. Yeah. So, no. so either we have to be super organized in our closet space because otherwise, I don't know about you, but my side of the closet is like super unorganized and just kind of, yep, the clothes are there. They made it in the closet. Amen. And... Let's not, we close the door so we don't have to see that. 
And that's a perfect reason to have your at-home office in your closet space. Because you can just close the door and then your work is now behind closed doors. And you can just leave your work in the closet, leave your little office in the office area, and continue about your normal life afterwards. I have my office in a bedroom that we, I picked the smallest bedroom for my office. And if I want to just like walk away from it, I can. See, it's the same theory, except a little bit bigger room than your walk-in closet. Although to a lot of people, they do have large closets. So this would work better. Yeah, I'm trying to picture some of the walk-in closets that we've seen recently. And still, I'm just trying to grasp that because now we got to put in a desk. May not fit very well. Well, with, with laptops, you know, you can get a small table. It's not quite that bad. So we're going to go back bad. to beanbags? Yes. That'd be fantastic. And your closet has now turned into the college dorm room. Well, it was effective for the college students. Right. So, okay, I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm, no, not do, I'm not like 100% on board with this whole entire let's turn our walk-in closet into the office and leave the clothes in it. I mean, I can see taking the clothes out and coming up with another closet situation. A wardrobe, an armoire or yeah, something. Yeah, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that way you can just have, here is my office. So that way if I do have a Zoom meeting and I'm trying to entertain you know, clients. You don't have your bras and, you know. We don't have the wedding dress wedding right behind dress me or the, the all the old prom dresses from mm-hmm. the 19, you know, 90s sitting there and just like have like a back of sparkle. I'm just not, I'm just trying to picture this and I'm not 100% convinced of leaving the clothes in the closet. I'm, let's just take them out and we can convert it. I can see that. But luckily Zoom has those virtual transition backgrounds. So you... Yeah, I still haven't figured out how to put those in mine yet. <laughs> That's okay. You have me to do that for you. I understand. So M- Melissa says, if you do do a closet, make sure you focus on good lighting so that you can see what you're doing and you don't just fall asleep and want to take a nap. And organization is definitely key. So, I, I mean, we can look at our office setup. We utilize the small, like, two-drawer filing cabinets. Mm-hmm. You know, putting a small desk across. All you need is something about 24 inches wide and enough to spread out your paperwork a little bit. And all your extra pens and pencils can be in the coat pockets. And a lot of this totally revolves around what you do for a job. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have, like, big slide rulers, if you have to actually use paper documents, then you're going to want to put your jackets close by because they usually have bigger pockets to put your utensils in. Yeah. Yeah. And and try not to do the, the jeans pockets because usually the way you hang <clears throat> the way you hang them, the stuff will fall out. Very true. So Oh, we can joke about this for so long. We really can because I'm like I said, not we're not totally convinced. I am not totally convinced that this is a great idea, but you know, I guess in in certain times and certain situations, if this is your only option. Awesome. And if you do do it, I want to see pictures. I do. And if you want to send us your pictures or questions about these types of things that we're talking about, go ahead, send us an email to myrapidsradio at gmail.com or find us on the Facebook. That'll be fun to share. Yes, because I do want to see pictures because I want to see <laughs> someone turn their, their walk-in closet into an office. So Melissa had said this kind of goes into another thought process of styling for new houses, especially, or renovations. What about closets? I mean, we, we see closets that they've removed the doors, mm-hmm. and now it's just a fabric hanger or nothing. It's just an open closet. Some people are kind of talking with their builders about a new house build and just removing the closets altogether. And so people are wondering, is that a hot trend or not? And it's actually not. The open floor plan concept that we had seen in the last uh, 15, 20 years that was really popular, mm-hmm. really adding more storage space to complement the house is a hot trend. So leave the closets and actually build in more built-in storage. It's kind of coming back. And we okay. found that in our house too. You know, one of the things that we want to do is build in some storage. Right. So doing that creatively... Um, like the mudroom area. So having, you and know. Those built-in cubbies. Exactly. You it, know, you can have the shelving on top of it. So that way, you know, all the super tall people can reach everything. And I am not super tall. I would have to be standing on the, the bench to reach on the top of those. But, you know, using that, that space all the way from the top, that top shelf to the ceiling and using that for space. You got a, a cousin who puts all their Lego creations. They've mm-hmm. got a couple castles yeah. up there on top of their, their space. 
So that way they can still display some items and it's still away from the kids. So that way they don't destroy them. Right. Or you can use it for a little bit, you know, seasonal clothing storage, putting totes up high. You know, so many it... different options. So another part that came into the blog is the 70s style with a modern edge. So what they had done, this designer had taken a house built in the late 1800s. Okay. And styled it with a 70s theme, but also with the modern trends of it. So, you know, 70s, they had odd carpets on the floors and stuff. I was going to say, are we bringing back the shag carpeting now? But not as a full wall-to-wall carpet, but more of a an area rug situation. Okay. So just in the places where it's, you know, comfortable to be on your, your feet and whatnot, in okay. front of sofa and lounge areas. Excellent. The um, also shag, kind of the covering like a lamb skin, lamb wool, you know, with a very fluffy on your chairs. You know, we see that uh, on the Harley bikers. Yeah, when I go for the long ride. They got the little shag on there. I'm not sure how seat. that would work with a with a cat. So we, you know, we have the fox here, and I'm just not sure how having something that fuzzy would go for her. I mean, she would probably nap there all the time, but then you got the cat hair and the cat dander that's going to be on this. So I would really need to have it like machine washable. And that's why I think they're going back toward more of a rugs situation instead of actual wall-to-wall carpet, because you can take the rug out and clean it a little bit easier. Yeah, you can clean it. Mm -hmm. So things like, oh, what else was in the 70s? Shaggy textures, striped walls. So having striped wallpaper, especially vertical. Mm-hmm. You know, and that can really help open up a space too, like in their bathrooms and whatnot. Yes. We, we see and polka dots. Right. And even polka dots on the floor, having tile pattern and, and round tiles. That was another thing that they did here in this um, century-old Pittsburgh property. Cool. It's really kind of neat. It, of course, it's an old house. Um, the wainscot boarding on the ceiling. You, know, you the, always like that. The beadboard. They chose a lot of really neutral colors as well. So the 60s and 70s had a lot of vibrant colors, but now doing a modern twist, if they really tone it down. So no more lime green, but we are going to have the green, but not lime. Well, not painting the entire room lime green with all the lime green accents, but maybe some of the throw rugs. And, you know, throws and pillows that you would put on a neutral color okay. would be those patterns from the 70s. Okay. It's really neat to see people get creative and keep things modern and simple and sleek, but have kind of an ode back to a different style. Yes. And then to do it in a, a house that's, you know, over 100 years old, there's a lot of possibilities to do that even here in Wisconsin Rapids. We've got a lot of old houses. We do. We just toured one that had a lot of um, really good craftsman vibes, but the house wasn't... It was, it was built in 1913, mm-hmm. so it had a lot of nice old Victorian... It was an old Victorian home. It was beautiful. It made me want to sell my home and move into that one, which I got turned down. Yes, because... There we, was a firm no. We just moved into this in October, and we still haven't made it ours yet. We're working on it. That is one of the nice things. So... Uh, with our, our buyers being so frustrated that there's not a lot of homes, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to encourage buyers to still go and look at houses. Oh, yeah. And start really getting ideas. And a lot of these houses have good designs in them. And Well, it's not really the design. It's going to be more of the floor, floor plan. Floor plan. Right. Is what, this what the kitchen, you? you know, is this kitchen big enough? Now there's, there's you know, if it's me, Ben, and the buyer... Whether that not they brought their parents with them, we're looking at five people standing in a, in a kitchen. If you're a kitchen family and you feel kind of crowded with five people standing in the kitchen, then we know we need to find a bigger kitchen or it's spaced or it's laid out different. We can still have the same square footage, but if it's laid out a little bit different, it might be a little bit more comfortable. So finding out that is going to be more more important than the decorations. But still you can keep an, uh, a mind for the, what's going to be in your next house. How can you decorate it? Maybe 
give it some as some inspiration finding a, someone else's house decoration style and how they're laid out to maybe it's going to be good for you you know it's like hey i really like how they did this combination of whatever you know layout in this type of space you know if you have a fireplace have it laid out as such or not um we're seeing a kind of a move away from large furniture like sectionals and whatnot so kind of helping to envision yourself what's your next space going to be mm -hmm. so there's still a lot of good reasons why you as a buyer should go out and continue looking at houses it is a little bit depressing but it's it's part of the market. There are still and a lot of offers being still being done. And we've been taking mm -hmm. buyers, you know, below their price range. So, you know, I want to look in between the one thirties and the one seventy five. We might take you to something that's, you know, maybe 80 or 90 for again, for the location, if the location is going to be perfect. And if the house does need a little bit of fixer up, fixing up, but it's not going to meet. So if you wanted to have the granite and this does not have the granite, you know, we can do those upgrades to get it where you would like it to be. And it'll be in that budget range for you to do those, those upgrades. So there's still plenty of options. There's still plenty of hope. And if you're looking to sell your house, now's the time to give us a call. It, it really is. Just give us, you know, call us, have us come over. Again, it's about an hour. It's free to you. We'll come over. We'll have a chat. We'll talk about you know, the market, what's going on now. And then we'll also most importantly, find out your timeline, because this is on your guys's time, not on ours. So if you want to just talk with us, figure things out and say, Hey, I want a list in June, we're going to look at you and go, okay, that's fine. We'll come back. We'll keep touching base with you from now all the way up until that list. So that way we know where you are sitting because things might change. You mm -hmm. might all of a sudden go to work one day and they're like, hey, would you like to move to Florida? And you're like, heck yeah, moving to Florida. And it, now it goes from needing to move in June to I need to sell the house this weekend. It'll help me out. And we can do that too. And we can. So if you're curious about more information on the com community, check out myrapids.info. If you're curious about the housing inventory, you can go right to our page at myrapids.com. And you can even fill out a form for a little questionnaire of, you know, what information would you like from us? And we can get back to you pretty darn quick. Yes. So that's about it for today. We hope you guys had a good time with our show and talking with Kim. We do appreciate her coming out. Yes. And, you know, it's time for some bacon, I think. Bacon. I time to make some bacon. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you guys have a great Central Wisconsin day. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.